Euronet Plus Panorama is a weekly review of European news broadcast by our network of EU radio stations. Happy New Year to all of our listeners and welcome back to Euronet Plus Panorama. It's all change in the EU this year as election fever hits. In our first panorama of 2024, we take a look at some of the challenges of this election year, including those of the next two council presidencies. Firstly, Belgium's, which has just begun, and with the European elections in June, will see the current Commission and Parliament come to the end of their terms. And secondly, Hungary's, which is already proving controversial. At the beginning of this month, Belgium took the reins of the EU Council presidency for the 13th time. According to Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, who was speaking at a press conference on the 5th of January alongside Belgian PM Alexander de Croo, Belgium's presidency will mark the finish line for many of the projects launched during her term in office. I'm counting on the talents of Belgian sprinters, who are world famous thanks to your cycling champions, to make the final sprint. But Stéphane de Reynck, head of the Commission's representation in Belgium, tells RTBF that von der Leyen's cycling metaphor is not quite right. This is sport, yes, but it's not cycling. It's a lot of standing still around the negotiating table. So we sit down and talk. It's true that there are 150 dossiers on the table. The Green Deal, geopolitical challenges, industrial policy, the budget review. So there are several challenges remaining. But there aren't 150 dossiers to finish. There are around 60 that are ready, or could be ready, for completion in conjunction with the European Parliament before the Parliament closes its doors. De Reynck describes Belgium's role over the coming months as conductor of the orchestra since it needs to get all the EU institutions and member states playing in harmony on these files. And the timing is critical, adds Polsky Radio's Brussels correspondent Beata Pomecka, because the presidency is to be handed over to a potentially obstructive Hungary in July. As far as Hungary is concerned, there is already a sense of unease in Brussels about its upcoming presidency, and Belgium is under pressure to finish off these key issues so that they are not left to Hungary, who could torpedo action on any of them, because the presidency can always find a way. One file that is close to completion, says Pomecka, but that needs to be finalised as part of a delicate political compromise, is that of migration. Belgium has received the migration package tentatively agreed in December by negotiators from the member states and the parliament. The technical work must now be completed. This pact includes the principle of compulsory solidarity, either accepting refugees or a fee of around 20,000 euros for each person not accepted, and there will be a majority vote on this in the council. Belgium will also support the drafting of the bloc's political agenda for 2024 through 2029. This needs to be drawn up by the member states in the Council, but will not formally be adopted until after the European elections. The aim here is to set out the major priorities for the next five years. One challenge, as Stéphane de Reynck explains to RTBF, is to continue to take action on the climate while also supporting European industry. 
two priorities that are often at odds. The climate crisis will not be over, so there will be an urgent need for action. In my personal opinion, it will all be a question of implementing the Green Deal that we have put on the table. We're also going to have to work with companies to see how we can give them flexibility so as not to undermine our competitiveness and to reduce the reporting obligations on companies, for example. Competition between the world's economies is much fiercer today than it used to be, and sometimes more violent too, with unfair practices from other countries, China for example. But there has also been a major package of support for industry in the US to help American industry move towards a green economy, so we must also have our own industrial strength in this area. Speaking on the 5th of January, Prime Minister de Croix agreed that the timing of his country's presidency could not be more critical. AMS reports. Our presidency comes at an, an important time. More than ever, European population looks at the European Union. They look at European Union with clear expectations, with expectations to protect them, with expectations to strengthen our well-being, our welfare, and with expectations to prepare a common future. A common future here in Europe means also, of course, Ukraine in the heart of Europe. It is the best guarantee for our future stability and for a collective security, collective security for the population of Ukraine, but also collective security for the European population. Yet, as Radio 24's Brussels correspondent Beda Romano, another long-time observer of the Brussels bubble, points out, this is easier said than done. Accession is a long way off. It will not be a simple matter. The negotiations will be difficult and complex, not only because of Ukraine's economic, political and institutional backwardness, but also because, for some European countries, the arrival of this large agricultural country with its 40 million inhabitants causes a real headache. In March, the Commission should take stock and tell member states where we stand. In other words, whether Ukraine is really in a position to start accession negotiations with Brussels. Cuckoo Radio asks Vivian Lonella, head of the European Commission's representation in Estonia, if the enforced pause in parliamentary business during the European elections and in the months immediately following them might affect the practical and financial support Europe can provide to Ukraine. The whole autumn semester will be spent first and foremost on getting the right people in the right places, the right committee chairs in Parliament, the right commissioners, listening to the commissioners' candidates, building a new commission. The focus will really be on making these structures work. But the council will still meet during this time. The heads of government will still meet. As for the most important thing, helping Ukraine, I do not think there will be any standstill. This work will continue in the same way because these decisions are taken by the heads of government. And here, the dynamics of the European elections won't affect things too much. Former EU Commissioner Maria Gabriel, who will become Bulgaria's rotating Prime Minister from March 2024, tells BNR that unity is key here. I also believe that the EU will be able to provide the aid that Ukraine needs, but it must remain united. I think that this is very, very important. 
Of course, we will need all member states to continue to play a constructive role. And you can see that we can find solutions, because even within the European Peace Facility, there is a proposal to create a special fund for Ukraine. This would allow us to be much more responsive to their needs and give us flexibility in decision-making, as well as enabling member states, depending on their national situation, to respond much more quickly. Well, that's all for today. Join us again next week for more insight on the news from our member stations across Europe. <laughs>